thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome pilots, you've tuned to the guard frequency because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 266 of the Best Damn Space Sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, June 28th and made available for download on Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Jeff. I'm Ken Shadow. And I'm Tony. And this week's streaming services are brought to you by Tony's Cans and Strings Telecom. Right, Jeff? That's right, Tony. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, you should come join us at around 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over at twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? You can always support the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all our Patreons who help support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining them because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on that big Patreon logo to help out. Guard Frequency is currently looking for a audio engineer to help us make the best damn space in podcast ever. Reach out to us at squawk at guardfrequency.com or discord.guardfrequency.com. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Learn about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wavern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping's done, so let's get to the show. What do we got in store this week, Jeff? I'm glad you asked. In this week's flight deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, Avorion, No More Sky, and Infinity Battlescape. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDonough and the Galactic Public Radio. After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, in a 4G inverted dive with the MiG-28. Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. Speed 175, Port Bay, hands on approach. Checker screen, call the ball. Don't get taken home with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Elite Dangerous announced its next interstellar initiative, the Enclave. It's... Something meta-alloy, something Thargoids, yada, yada, yada. The Pavarotti's are singing the praises of the 3.6 Alpha Beta, which is supposed to be released before this show is, if they want to ship in Q2. Also, Crytek and CIG have been ordered to hug it out. Infinity Battlescape is publishing beta gameplay videos on their YouTube channels, and things are looking pretty well along. Avorian has released a new beta, playable on something called a Mac. 
Research badgers are still trying to figure out what that means. Sean Murray spoke with GamesIndustry.biz and talked about his niche game No Man's Sky. You may have heard of it. And Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is so close we can smell it. And it smells like Dodge City in July. You know what I'm talking about. You know. Oh, and now it's supporting a hot ass. Supporting a hot ass. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't. So they, Can you explain it to me? Because jokes Yeah, I'll best. explain it to you. Oh, yeah. I'll explain it to you real yeah, good. They, well, well, they've released well, screenshots. Oh, screenshots. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Screenshots of a hot ass? Screenshots Hand on of stick, a hot, buddy. Hands, hands on the stick, buddy. Well, actually, not yet. But what they did do is they took a screenshot of their uh, uh, options menu, and one of the drop-down selections for the control scheme was flight stick HOTAS. So. Yay! So, if if anyone was worried about it being flight simmy, flight sim like, I think we can now officially move it into the ca- category, right? I mean, there's yes, no question indeed. now, right? I mean, no yes, question. Indeed. I th- I think we're all there. Take it from the sim specialist. Yes, this is a space sim. Except it has an option where you can say "fly for me" and it just flies for you. So does a Cessna. That's that, that's called <laughs> autopilot. Yeah. I don't that. think Cessna is a space sim either, but you know. No, but I'm thinking about it because also they just announced Microsoft Flight Simulator coming in 2020, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I like yeah, and, and modern aircraft do have su- uh, substantial autopilot features. So yes, yeah, so you can do a Microsoft Flight Sim autopilot. So you can like be it'll be like the real thing where you just like sit in the cockpit and hit go, and it'll it'll just go. Before we leave uh, Rebel Galaxy. He's also made a couple references. Uh, there was a tweet he sent out that said, I've never been inspired to play a game for fun while I'm in the process of shipping it. So uh, the, he has basically, there, he's in the stage of things are being finally tied down. Polishing is more or less done. And they're just like trying to check off the punch list before they go. So uh, they're still releasing a bunch of screenshots. They're really showing off the uh, paint editor. Uh, they're showing all kinds of things you can do with it, from basically doing a stencil almost with uh, existing photographs, uh, and then some guy just made a painting of Harry Potter on the side of one of the ships using the in-game tool. Um, so there's a lot of like fun extra things that are going on around Rebel Galaxy that make it look like yeah they're they're just they're just putting the final touches on it. Because because that's so, what I think about when when I'm playing a sci-fi western, you know, southern themed space sim. I want to put something on the side of my ship. I think Harry Potter. Yeah, a small, a small British boy with little round glasses and a lightning scar on his forehead. Yeah, exactly. What else? That's going to strike fear into the hearts of pirates in interstellar space exactly. for sure. You don't, you don't know if someone's going to expel Yarmus you in the middle of space. You don't. Axio missiles, really. Axio, damn right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, uh, but it, they, in any event, it looks like they're just putting the finishing touches on it. He's as much as said so in the Twitter feed. So I, it, it would surprise me very much if we don't see that game in July. So, uh, so I'm, I, we're all waiting with great anticipation, uh, and to and to be able to use our, our joysticks with it too. So, yay! Uh, so I think that's about all we have on that one. But let's go to uh, Infinity Battlescape has been uh, publishing vi- pl- gameplay videos from the, uh, on their YouTube channel. I took a look at one today, and they look pretty far along too. Um, Jeff, did you you watched a bunch of it, didn't you? Oh yeah, uh, uh, this this is one of those ones I have been following uh, quite closely. Um, it is really shaping up. They uh, they made a change to one of the things they did that really I thought well that was a bad decision. 
Um, they made a change to the flight model that nobody, I mean, there was a lot of controversy about. Nobody really liked it. So they went back to the mm -hmm. old flight model, and it's really shaping up to be um, rather good. So explain, explain, explain the difference between explain what it went back to. What is it currently? Well, they went from a Newtonian physics to something that was in hyper Newtonian. I think mm. um, it really changed the flight uh, from the videos. So I haven't been able to play the game yet because I'm not an original backer. I'm just a I'm just a uh, lurker. So from what I understand, it was a hyper Newtonian and and it, it just didn't play well and. They went back to it in this last uh, uh, update. So it, it looks a lot like it looks like a cross between a regular 3D sort of space uh, space game and kind of Rebel Galaxy, the original Rebel Galaxy. It's, it, you feel there's a capital ship feel to it. Uh, you can swivel the camera around. You're doing broadsides, attacks from the front, attacks from the rear, up and down. But it's uh, you can do it. It's basically a third person capital ship view. But you can kind of zoom into almost a first person forward. Oh yeah, facing. you definitely have first person. You definitely have that uh, um, hotess feel to it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you can fly in six degrees of freedom and Newtonian, you know, true Newtonian flight uh, model in first person as well as in third person. Um, I think that I think a lot of games are you know with the camera controls that we have in a lot of these games i'm not sure that the third person uh uh disqualifies any space sim i think mm -hmm. not being able to go into first person would disqualify it as a space sim but i don't think the addition of a third person view necessarily just disqualifies anything that's like a sensor view anyway to me it's like a you're yeah. going to have that kind of virtual environment to work in in the future anyway. But there's definitely a first-person component. I mean, you're flying fighters when you want to and looking around the cockpit. It's not it's not all third-person like Rebel Galaxy or uh, Rebel yeah, Galaxy's predecessor. Rebel Galaxy. um, yeah. So it's it looks really interesting. And I think the third-person view is almost a necessity when you're doing things like assaulting a base with multiple... Uh, defending ships and uh, multiple uh, allies too, because it's real easy to lose your orientation uh, uh, when you're trying to do that. And they made it look pretty smooth, uh, switching between views and, and keeping, oh, keeping yeah. a target locked. As, lo as long as the camera controls are mappable to your whatever you got hands on, so you can quickly go in and out without looking for the button on your keyboard. Right. Going, you know, yeah. was it the L? Was it the P? Was it the yeah? Yeah. That kind of thing. Shiv will um, map it all to the uh, uh, Steam controller Steam anyway. Yeah, yeah, he will. Left shoulder, right shoulder, uh, haptic pad left, up D. It's easy. It's easy, guys. I don't know why you That's have a how you put your landing gear down, guys. It's only yeah, that's how you put buttons. your landing gear down. Yeah, you just, you know. It's it's like it's like it's only like, like throwing gang signs on the damn thing. The, the way if you if you could hit six of them at the same time, you get something done. You know, the Steam controller is the Donald Trump of the uh, controller world. So. What? I don't it's understand not what you mean there. I'm looking right here at one. It's not orange. Dude, I, I, I don't know where this is going, but it's about to get real dark. Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. I'm waiting for no, the explanation no, on this no, one. No, no, no. I'm not no? going to All right. Okay. We're just going to leave Make it there. Make controllers great again. Come on. Make I got to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing. No, that's what Steam Controller tried to do by, you know, here, control your PC games and all your stuff with this controller uh, on our Steam game platform and. You know, or any other any other game that you want to play. It's like, no, there's a reason we call it Hotas. It's hands on stick and throttle. Look at this baby. 
I'm rocking. Stick. Steam controller yeah. is great for a lot of applications. It's just when you have the option of like a full cockpit setup with throttles and rudders, do that, man. That's what I'm saying. I have yet to get this thing really to work for me. I just, I, I just every time See, I, every I, time I, 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 you can't get tried. Donald Trump to work for me. I so. play GTA with it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So I mean, maybe, maybe there are maybe there are games that are good for it. Maybe I just haven't come, come across my wrong? game. Am I wrong? I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> okay. But I'm I don't. I don't see how it's the Trump you. of controllers, though. Yeah, I didn't get the reference. That that's okay. I, yeah, if, that's and what, if we do this, right. if we do this much longer, it's going to have to be the show title. So let's move on. Right. Uh, well, hold on. I, actually, I would like to say real quick. So Infinity Valescape. Real quick notes for me watching the video that I would watch. Combat looks cool. Uh, looks visceral. The weapons look kind of cool. Like everything is very visible in the combat. The um, transition to, to ground and the, the, the activities you had on ground looked, uh, I'm not complete, but at least interesting. And um, it looks like it's, it's really shaping up to be a good game. Um, not a super fan of some of the HUD decisions, but um, we'll see what they go with. In the it's long term. sparse. The, the yeah. HUD is sparse. It is, but I think that there. I think the idea is that they're they've got a radial menu that keeps popping up, and I think they're wanting to keep the HUD uncolored so you see all that other stuff you're talking about. They're, you know, you're supposed to get the feedback. Yeah, from the it's very minimalistic like, radar, very minimalistic um, information displays, etc. Et which I kind of, which I kind of like because I think we sometimes are presented with so much information. That we're not really seeing the the information that we're supposed to see. Yeah, and, yeah, and my, my only my only real gripe would be um, the the cooler HUDs to me feel more immersive. It feels like I'm in a spaceship cockpit. That didn't quite feel like spaceship cockpit to me. It felt like I, very yeah. video game. And I think I think that may be a design decision because of, it seems like the camera was very flexible and movable. And I think it seems to me like they're wanting you to get more of your information and cues from that visual feedback rather than being it told to you on your HUD. I think that, that I think that's a decision they've been making. Well, uh, one thing I noticed uh, in some of the other videos um, was that the HUD, uh, that that works really well for the, the cruiser, the capital ships when you're piloting those uh, because the informa- there's a lot of other information at hand. Um, I don't think they transition well into the, uh, the, the fighter um, uh, setup. Well, yeah. So again, this is the stuff that they would probably be looking at in beta. Do we need to expose more HUD elements during different areas? Do we need to have more information or less information depending on the environment or the ship that people have chosen? That's probably the sort of thing they're looking for from their testers and the feedback and, and the polishing in the beta stage. So we'll probably see more. It's getting close. And next up, a uh, real quick one here. Ovorion uh, has released a new beta onto the Mac platform. Now, in a world where many games are either abandoning the Mac platform or when new companies and new games come out, they say nothing about releasing for the Mac, I found this to be interesting that someone is you know into development uh, as far as Ovorion is and now going, hey, by the way, let's throw this out there too. Is, is 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 are we, are we aware of anybody like really actively going for Mac these days in, in a gaming platform? Is a gaming platform? I I honestly don't know, but I do notice that Avorion runs on my Linux system also, and it's one of the few games I have in Steam that does. So it gets more play from me just because of that. I don't have to change machines so often. Um, so it's cool that it's going to be on a Mac. Maybe I maybe I'll play it on my Mac. I doubt it, but I do play it on my Linux machine because it's one of the only things available. Maybe that's the point. I just, it, you know, I, I guess it's an untapped market segment, I suppose. But I mean, it, it just uh, doesn't seem to be know, like. 
don't know. Having been in this industry for so long, though, I, I most Mac users that I use don't play games. There might be right. some, uh, you know, as a as a uh, stress relief or recreational, but I can't see a huge following of of Mac of Orion players. I mean, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't see it. I wonder if that's because they can't play games, so they have to be, I don't play games, because well, they just I, can't. Sorry, guy. I know <laughs> right. you don't. I know you're not a gamer. Like, I, yeah, I know you're not a gamer. Yeah. That's, you have I've, a I've had a couple of clients that, you know, they, they install Wine on their Mac and try to get uh, uh, some of these Microsoft games or, or, you know, PC DOS or, or even back in, uh, or even, you know, current games to play, but I just say, sorry, I can't help you. Yeah, yeah. I just it's it kind of it's interesting to me. I, I, I hope it takes off for them, and I hope we hear more about it. But it just it's they're bucking a trend. Uh, so, but uh, good on them if they can support it. And maybe because they're already kind of cross platform with Linux, maybe they have some some secret sauce that'll make it easy for them. But uh, and, and again, they're probably they're probably all alone out there. So if you're a Mac user and you want to play a game, you might be stuck with a Vorion. And it's not bad either. Being stuck with a Vorion is not a bad thing. It's a great game. No, it's, it's a great really game. shaping up. Like, it's a, it's gonna be a yeah. great game when it's got, uh, you know, when it's finished. I, I it's a good game now yeah, already. Absolutely. I think for sure. I think I can easily say that. Uh, and once they get all the features uh, filled out, I think it will be a great game. But I enjoy playing it now, so it's uh, it's uh, I highly it gets a recommend for me. So if you so this is how about this for a narrowing circle. If you listen to this show, and if you have a Mac, <laughs> and if you haven't played Avorian yet. You should do so, and here's your opportunity. So that's like got to be like four people <laughs> at least. So at least you know. Once once you get those Venn diagram circles all overlapped, it's like a teeny little pie at that point. And the guys so, but, making a Vorian are looking at that chart, going, "We got one right there. <laughs> we got right him right there. Yes. Twenty bucks. We're looking for that, and we got it." <laughs> Exactly. Okay, okay. I, enough about the Mac. You really should move on to uh, uh, you, no more. You Sky. think I should move on? Yeah. What? 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 Whoa! 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 Stop the presses here, Jeff. Did you just ask us to move on to no yeah, more? Yeah, because I know you're going <laughs> you to. I, I know you're going to talk about it, and I just want it out of the way. This is proof that we're in a simulation. Not, we are. In a, <laughs> yes, this whole world is fake. And someone's 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 uh, deleted our Jeff and replaced him with something no, that's no, someone no, has tweaked the parameters. Almost convincing. Hold Almost. On, hold on, hold on, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Jeff, can can you tug on your goatee? I think that might be Sean Murray in disguise. No. <laughs> wait, Sean Murray has a goatee, doesn't he? Uh, he had a beard or something. I thought it was. Uh, what? Well, I don't even know. This is actually. actually you know what? This he is said the, he was going to have a beard, segue. and then when he came out, he didn't have one, and everybody was like, <laughs> he "Hey, only, where's the he beard, only, man?" And he's like, "Oh, it's he, in he there." Had a cop stash. You look. It's in yeah, there. Yeah, he had. You're dragging this on. All I want to do is get this. You brought it up, I, I just want to get this 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 no more sky out of the out of the. Actually, this whole this whole does Sean Murray have a beard thing is a good way to move into it because uh, it, it, Lennon twigged us to an article in GamesIndustry.biz, which I believe is a British British publication, uh, and they published an interview with Sean Murray, who called his game. He when he he said when he released this thing, he thought it would be a niche game. Now here's here's the thing. Um, I don't know what a lot of developers and game people look like, but I know what Sean Murray looks like, kind of. I could pick him out of a lineup because he was on the Colbert show. 
How do you think you're going to have a niche game when you're on late night TV and you're on Jimmy Fallon or something like that? It, it, I find it a little disingenuous. I, 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 think it was, that. I thought I was going to have I watch Colbert all the time, and I don't remember ever seeing Sean Murray. It's like a he just blocks it all out. Here's like. I get Are you what talking you're about saying. His, before he went to late the Late Show, or it's before the game came out, it was before the game came. Yeah, out. Yeah, but in his conception of it in the beginning, I can see him thinking it would be a niche game because you would think that it is. Well, um, you know, uh, well, you know yeah. his conception, realizing that he didn't have anything that was in the actual promised videos. Yes. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. He talks about how how much it's changed, how surprised he is. It's only become what he said it was going to be at release. You know, I don't think there's so much in there that is uh, extraordinary that's not what we expected kind of from the beginning, except for maybe the underwater yeah. stuff. A lot of it is stuff that should have been in there from day one, and mm -hmm. I feel kind of jerky saying that because, you know, it was a whole lot of stuff to include, but dude said it would be there. So, you know, yeah. I'm never going to stop I, I, calling him out for that, but I am enjoying his game, and I think he probably has learned his lesson from that. He's right. like, uh, the hype train has been restrained, perhaps. He, uh, he went a little bit on the, the P Peter Molyneux track, you know, when he was hyping the game up, right? Mm -hmm. and, and he was like instant celebrity. Videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was instant celebrity. He went to his head probably. He's like, I'm going to do all this stuff. Yeah. You know, I get it. It's but it's, I'm looking forward sure. to Beyond. I'm really looking forward to VR support. So and Those animals those animals are going to have babies. And when those babies eat the acorns <laughs> and poop the acorns out, that acorn's going to grow into a tree. <laughs> exactly. Very deep. Very yeah. deep. Uh, one thing that was in that article that I found interesting was he said there were people that played 25 hours of the first release game and people that played 100. So, I mean, th there was a wide variety of playtime in there, but he's, he's he quoted 25 hours as like the minimum time. That was like the low that was like the low point. So it seems like as bad a reception as maybe No Man's Sky got, even the people that didn't like it still put in 25 hours worth of gameplay to it. And I put myself in that category. I mean, I... I, I don't I think I was probably one of the people that spent the least amount of time on it but I put I put probably 25 or 30 hours into the game before I I didn't I didn't walk away angry about it I walked away kind of disappointed but it's like I, put, I thought there was gonna be more I walked away like, angry at like, the beginning I put, I put like 10 hours into the game but I keep meaning to come back to it and I just never really get around to it well yeah, now you now you're gonna probably have to after the June update after well, the, well yeah just VR to try out the VR stuff at least I stopped yeah. when they announced VR because I I, I don't want to go back I want to start over completely. I'm gonna start over from scratch. It's gonna be really good. So, so just making you know der uh, derogatory raspberry noises with a thumbs down for those of you at home who might not have caught that uh, <laughs> on, on the visual medium. But, but uh, I, I think it's it's I think it's interesting. I think it's exciting. I think it was funny that he called it a uh, he thought it was gonna be a niche game. Uh, but uh, it, it is a good article. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, and the, yeah, it, people it, are still you're right. It's a niche, it's a niche it. game. It doesn't it doesn't fit in in uh, um, survival. It doesn't fit in space sim. It, it, it's a niche onto itself. It's an adventure it's game. It's a big damn niche. It's an adventure game, and it's a it, good adventure it, game. A, yeah, it's a big niche, and that's what he says. In uh, or maybe either he or the article writer or the, the reporter said it's a big niche. I mean, it, it may be a niche game, but it's a it found a, or or burrowed into one or made one maybe. <laughs> But I mean, it's it like it's 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 a phenomenon at this point, and the fact that they can still devote a six-person team to coming up with updates for it three years after it releases to a release that was kind of angry, you know, a crowd that was kind of angry, it says a lot for its staying power. So uh, says a lot we'll, for we'll, the. Never mind. 
What, what, what was, Jeff, what was no, that, Jeff? No, what, Jeff? It says a lot nothing, for the nothing. developer who pushed through the hard times, made his game what he said it was going to be, oh, and made good please. on a lot of promises. That's what please. Jeff was trying to say. But no, uh, his, that, his cynicism got to, in the way. Uh, um, right. Yeah, that's what happens. Right, that's right. That's not what I was trying to say. All right, then. Well, we've got another interstellar initiative from uh, Elite Dangerous, and they're starting off in a very mysterious and not very informative way uh, by simply telling us that the meta-alloys are all drawing up, and maybe the Thargoids are going to be mad about that, and we should go try to find some more meta-alloys. So this one's a low-information one to start off with, I think. Like, tantalizingly mysterious. Yeah, yeah, what else is new with them? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, any any new uh, story elements are interesting when they come so few and far between. Um, I suppose, which is kind of what I think about it. But uh, you know, I, I I guess it's cool. Um, I'm, so, there there are things to do between the big update. I'm excited for the big update. This is little stuff to me, and I, I think the yeah. last gun put everybody off of these. So what uh, what do we think they're going to give us this time? Is it like uh, uh, armor, another gun? I don't know. They're going to give us shields that uh, only come on after combat. <laughs> okay. Something useless. Good. I like this. I like this com- uh, concept. That's good. That's good. I, I, I'm thinking kind of... Ar- I'm thinking armor. That's what I'm thinking. That's my guess. Because uh, one of the one of the things you need meta alloys for is a special armor unlock, anti-caustic armor. That's my guess. I think that would I be cool. Co- anti-caustic armor would be good because you have to fight the... Uh, the small Thargoid scouts. The scouts, and yeah. those, you know, that caustic damage is bad. So something yeah, that no. clears that damage faster or is more resistant to it would be really good. I would like that. That would be cool. Plus, so if it didn't because, take a slot or something, yeah, I guess it would so, take so a slot. If it's useful, that means it probably won't happen, so we probably won't get that. But I love the game we're building. So, Or, or better yet, better yet, the two options would be caustic armor and caustic missiles. And everybody will vote for caustic missiles. And the missiles right. don't actually do any damage to anything except ships named Fred. And there's no <laughs> ships named Fred. So, yes. <laughs> it, it, and it just burns the nameplate off because everyone hates, everyone hates the name Fred. It, yeah, that's, just, it just, it just, it yeah, just burns off the nameplate. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, actually yeah, hurt the ship. We could have had caustic armor, but no. It, but no. You guys we voted have for have missiles. Anti-Fred missiles. Mm. Anti-Fred missiles. That's all we get. That's all you get. Which is hilarious because I just was in my uh, in Utah last week arguing uh, in front of a, a committee against my old boss, whose name is Fred. So, I mean, I could go for an anti-Fred missile, I think. I think I could. Uh, me personally, I would go for one. But it's part of the problem, Tony. I think part part of the of the, that makes me part of the problem. It does. <laughs> you know what would be cool with the, uh, the caustic stuff instead of just armor that's resistant is some kind of mechanic where like rebooting your shields could clear it or something like burning it off like maybe there'd be shields you could have maybe turn them on and off you would be exposed but afterwards you'd burn that stuff off your hull that could be cool well that'd be good for smaller ships but for like my cutter it takes uh like a long time for my shields to come back on if they go down so that that would that would not be good for me personally but if you get to where you're clearing the battle to to where you're at a point where you're worried about fixing your hull right now you're already out of combat um, or you're getting far enough away to do that, it's a decision you could make. I think it's literally faster for me to fly to a station than it is for my really? ships to come back. Yeah. Wow. It's, it takes a long time for uh, 8A prismatic engineered shields to come back uh, from being brought down. It, it, it's, it's faster for me to go actually go to a station. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it's, it's lengthy. 
I'm waiting for her. That's what she said joke, but I guess I'll just skip it. Uh, I was just waiting for you to stop bragging about your big shields. <laughs> <laughs> My 8A prismatic engineer shields. I zoned out there superb. after a while. Oh, yeah. let, me, let me tell you more about my gigantic spaceship that I have with all the fancy things on it. Oh, yes. It's, it's very got the nice. biggest pixels of all Henry, the pixels. Henry, did you hear that Tony has an Imperial Cutter? Did you know that? I did. Actually, you know the thing about Tony's Imperial Cutter? It's got engineered, like... Uh, what was it? Something a prismatic whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can clear that up for you. But now you're just making fun. I, you know, hey, I just I don't think don't make, I don't think you're serious. Don't make fun of the cutter. That's what I fly. What kind of toasters no, that thing got in it? You got a clipper. You got a clipper. No, I have a cutter. You have a cutter now. You should be playing. You should. Put I have the man. big. I have the big ship. Yeah, I have. The, right. Is it a cutter or a clipper? It's the I clipper. Have both. clipper. Well, all Does right, it matter if it's, made off, if it's made with the sweat of slaves? It is I, made oh with Oh, yeah, your imperial ship. Are you kidding? We don't let the slaves sweat on that stuff. We make them wear special gloves and things. I have the three-seater, whatever that one is. That's a clipper. Clipper's very nice. Clipper's very nice. But 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 it does it can't put an 8A prismatic shield on it with engineering Henry. Henry. Can't do That's that. That's true. 8A. Yeah. I'm just bitching because I'm flying in an old crate. It's all busted. My paint job is at like 20-some percent now. I've been out in in space so long. Yeah, Tony, you're not speaking with a Sean accent, but really, that's all I hear. (laughs) (laughs) I could do that if you wanted me to. It's it's a very artisanly flavored ship. It's very nice. You know, it's very. It's got all the big nacelles on it and everything. It's very. It's 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 handcrafted. It's very genuine. It's bespoke. I had it crafted specially. Yes, it's nice. Very good. Eight A. Yes, 8A. Uh, so uh, maybe that's our show title, 8A Prismatic Shields. Um, uh, but uh, I took it out today, earlier. Today is First Verse Problem's birthday. And he ah, is... congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. he is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy years old. So I'll let mm. you guys decode that. Uh, so for his birthday, I went out and uh, flew with him for a few years the during work hours. 42. Thank you. That, that's right. AS, Jeff's ASMR uh, trivia hour is uh, come and gone. Uh, but uh, but we, we I flew out there. Uh, I, we flew around during the workday. He uh, he and I played a little hooky during the middle of the day uh, and uh, flew around in uh, Elite Dangerous. Uh, got uh, he got blowed up real good. His first trip to the buy screen buyback screen because uh, he took on some pirates and was not fast enough to get away. Uh, I wasn't in the instance with him with my giant imperial cutter with all the lasers. And your CA, uh, or whatever hell shields. Yeah, yeah. Prismatic, engineered, a lot of other buzzwords. I wasn't there to help out. But what we did, he got a wing mission and 20 million credits worth of stuff. Uh, So that was fun. And then I got him some meta alloys for his birthday. Because he hasn't unlocked his uh, uh, Felicity Farseer engineer yet. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, so I got him a meta alloy for his birthday and, and a 20 million credit wing mission. So we had a good time with that. But what that is like the only thing that's going on in Elite Dangerous besides the Enclave thing. And they've only had one Galnet article this week. And so there's not a lot of like even fake news happening in the Elite Dangerous world right now. So it's a little it's a little strange. But it's allowed me to notice something. Two weeks running. Two weeks running. What we say on GPR winds up in Galnet. What we you know, we because we had Spencer McDunn and and Smooth Furnace reporting about the slave thing. And and uh, Smooth Furnace got an interview with somebody saying, uh, you know, uh, this is going to be a problem clogging up uh, starports and stuff like that. You know, and 
you know, all that kind of stuff. And next week, oh, sure, no, or no, the first one was it was it's a front. We we thought, oh well, we think this is some sort of political trick. We think this is a political trick, and all these slaves are going to be let free You're and cause trouble. You're cause spoiling trouble. it. That was two weeks ago. There's no spoilers. There's no spoilers. No, 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 no. You're spoiling it. They're obviously taking your news, and now they're not going to do it because they're going to be worried that you've, you've noticed them. Well, but there's two possibilities here. I'm, I'm coming. That's a, yes. I'm, I'm going to work off that. That's right. So there's there's two possibilities here. One is I'm is I'm spoiling it. I'm in their heads and they're out ahead of it. Or two, they're taking our stuff, and they're and they're they're publishing it and they're you know they're listening to the show and going that's a good idea and then doing something with it. So I'm either in front of them or they're uh, or they're just trying to clean up after me. So uh, and Jeff because Jeff and I are the ones that are you know telling them how the story should go. This week they use the word manumission. Which is an extremely like that's that's a twenty dollar word there, folks. Manumission. Yeah, yeah, British. Yeah, it's it's not British. I don't. Is it is it British? No. I, it's I, English. It's, that's, it the, is. that's where they are. They're in <laughs> England, Tony. <laughs> Very true. Very true. But the first week it was oh these slaves releasing the sleeves is going to cause trouble, and then the, the next one was I used the word manumission, and sure enough that they use here it is again. So the question is, the question is, what do we want them to do next? I want some feedback on this one. What should we make them do next? That's what I want. To, what do you What do you guys think? What should we make them do? So, can we have a juicy sex scandal? We could. <laughs> we could do that. That's that's Ken Shadow's idea. Juicy sex scandal. Okay, Jeff. What do you think we should make them do next? I can't believe we're, we we've talked nine minutes and thirty seconds about Elite Dangerous, which had no news. <laughs> well, we can make stuff up as we go. It's, it's, it's what we do. What, but what do you think, Jeff? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um... Um, something about the gar- uh, guardians or whatever. Oh, we haven't talked about guardians for a while. That's true. Yeah, guardian okay. sex scandal. A guardian sex scandal. Okay. All right. Okay. So then, Henry, what do you think we ought to make them do? This one's for the shiv. I'm going to say the pilots federation announces everyone converts to handheld controls for uh, like all ships. <laughs> the new software update oh is just God. steam controllers it is a game. game. Pad. <laughs> it's a steam-powered gamepad, is what that yeah. is. It has to there. be believable. Yeah. Well, it's just in-game news, so the news would be about how that's a total failure and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but if we get the Steam controller in-game, at least then you know they're technically using it, and that's all that Shiv wants to know is that you've tried. Is that they've, is that you've tried? <laughs> All right, and finally, we have just a little bit of Star Citizen news. Nothing really big's happening. Uh, Evocati's got 3.6 out. Uh, I didn't see anything really earth-shattering out about that. Roadmap has been, uh, been updated. Uh, nothing big. They've sort of semi-formally announced a six-dot patch that's going to come out that has a couple of features in there that's, that are being semi-pushed. But uh, that, that's about all they had with that. Uh, Ken Shadows or anything earth-shattering you saw? Uh, uh, this uh, this week's Inside the Verse was the season finale. I think they're gonna. It, they didn't. I, I guess they kind of said, but they're gonna be taking a break. I think after this week. Yeah, um, that was for their, their their normal app. You know, the three six patches gets pushed. They'll take a break with the shows for a little while, <clears throat> and then they'll come back in a couple weeks. Right. So the- um, most of the shows and stuff are pretty much just about three point six and and. Um, this one had a bunch of AI stuff in it, which was really cool. And but I think we'll see some of that at three point three point six. And finally, just a real quick update: uh, they've been ordered to settlement talks. Uh, this is a mandatory uh, procedure that if uh, the the litigants Crytek and CIG don't ask for it, the court will tell you to go get it. Local rule fifteen dot sixteen or something like sixteen dash fifteen. So there's hundred and ninety pages. I got it right here. How many pages of local rules? 
The Central District of, Central District of California has 163 pages of local rules. This is why litigating in federal court drives people drives people that don't do it every day nuts. But the people that do do it every day are like you know wizards because they have you know, this is special rules for one district in California. Uh, so the, the there's there's a very special rule that says this is how you go to alternative dispute resolution uh, before you go to trial. So they're they've been ordered to do that in the middle of July. Supposedly uh, they they had a hearing scheduled today, um, but the, it doesn't look like the judge ruled from the bench or anything. And they don't usually. It's usually they take it under advisement and issue a written order later. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. But they can go talk about it in front of a magistrate, and we'll see what kind of if anything comes of that in the middle of July. Don't hold your breath, kids. Uh, but unless anyone has any comments about that, then now that we're all caught up on Space Sim News, let's get caught up on Space News with Spencer McDunn and Galactic Public Radio. Good evening from Galactic Public Radio on NC. I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. A commodities investment scandal is brewing in the bubble. For the latest, we go to Wild Refinery and Sean Dan Brotherson. Right. Thanks, Spencer. Trade exchanges were thrown into an absolute tizzy this week as news broke of a sudden and unexpected shortage of meta-alloys. Meta-alloys are the bespoke and authentic fruits found from an artisan barnacle plant found in deep space. They're believed to be an important part of a balanced diet for Thargoid scouts who are currently marauding stations throughout known space. They're also crucial for human industries devoted to protecting us from the scourge of the alien menace. So when the shortage was announced, a number of traders and brokerages were caught a little bit short when it came time to close some trades. There's a teensy-weensy little bit of a panic among some contract holders who were just a bit apprehensive about fulfilling their quotas. So they just called in all their supplies all at once. Naturally, this caused the panic to spread and so on and so forth and yada, yada, yada. Long story short, everyone went bankrupt. So this little kerfuffle has had some super weird consequences. For example, ordinary citizens have been forced to actually find and deliver actual meta-alloys to cover their contracts. One sad citizen who asked that he only be identified by his first name, which is Smoove, that's S-M-O-O-V, Smoove, uh, he said, quote, I just have to shoot another 10 of these barnacle things and then I can get back to my regular job, end quote. Industry leaders and researchers are practically begging real pilots to go explore some more systems to find some more barnacles to shoot before the Thargoids get super hungry and mad. From Wild Refinery for Galactic Public Radio, my name is Sean. Thanks, Sean. Princess Ashling Duval, speaking on behalf of the Unchained Anti-Slavery Organization, has condemned the release of 4,000 Imperial slaves in Port Isabel. The princess released a statement to the media stating, quote, My dream is that one day the empire will abolish the indentured servitude system and that every form of slavery will end. But until then, all emancipation efforts must operate within the law. End quote. Commentators are expecting Senator Denton Petraeus to respond to the crisis soon, but are concerned about the political consequences. 
Senator Petraeus has attempted to walk a fine line between Senator Traval's full defense of the practice and Princess Ashling's full opposition. By providing support for slaves, freedom, or facilitating the return into slavery, Petraeus will be forced to take sides. Finally, in local news, Guard Frequency Response has kept the peace around Sharapov Hub in the Bidejo system for the past week without incident. Observers are expecting peaceful elections to be held for control of one of the system's three other stations in the coming weeks. The cooperative's influence is spreading beyond the two systems housing GFR bases. Associate Director Richard Clemens told GPR, quote, The anarchist faction known as the Reavers have lost their control of the Wardaliti system. We aren't saying we are responsible for that, but we are pleased that our expansion is correlated with the spread of law and order. End quote. Until the next turn of the world for Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. Tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The practical effect is he is now a uh, Swiss cheese chunky salsa mixture on the Worse floor. Worse off than the Colonel. Of this thing. He's much, yes, uh, being dead, that is. Well, widely considered to be worse off. All right, so uh, that has now uh, been taken care of. You now have a wounded colonel and a dead soldier and your leader hiding behind the building uh, over in the corner. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll, we're out of the initiative order now. Who is going to do what next? I'm going to assume that Henry's got the colonel covered. So I'll Yeah, I'm still fingering him. S- <laughs> I'm going to go he's sweep, stopping the, the sweep the room to make sure there's nobody else in there and there's no... Nothing bad happening else in the room. Okay, uh, roll perception for me. Uh, I, I never remember. There it is. I got a 10. Uh, okay, so with 10, uh, you do a sweep around the room. Uh, there is nothing, uh, no, no additional people in there. Pretty clearly he was uh, here by himself. There's not a lot of places to hide. Uh, it's all. It's a very open floor plan so that people can see everything. However, with the roll of a 10, you do notice that through no fault of your own, there appears to be a large mess of what used to be a very expensive-looking computer console, but it was not done in by bullets. It looks more like uh, screwdrivers and hammers and hacksaws and other implements. Okay. Um, are there any other working consoles? Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of other working consoles. This one, this one console was specifically disabled. All right. I'm going to have to wait for somebody to come in with... Well, I mean, I mean, do, let's see, what do I have in terms of computer knowledge? Um, While you're looking at that, Rexford, you're in that same yeah, vicinity. I'm staying at the doorway, um, kind of initially okay. initially covering the room as he sweeped, but noticing that there's nobody in there. Um, I'm going to call out okay. to him, actually. Um, the the body, are there any, is there any dog tags? Yeah, I'll search the body. Okay, you're going to search the body. I'll get back to you in a second. Adira, what are you doing? I'm assuming that... They have given us the all clear. Uh, they're not shooting anymore, and he's asking for dog. Sure, tags. with my other hand, I'll yeah. give a thumbs up. 
Okay. If you, can, if you can let me do that. Oh yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, in that case, I tell Valis that the firefight is over. Okay. And when she when she hears you say that, she sort of starts walking around the building and jogging. You know, I'm still much, trying much to like get, Rex for I'm still trying to get in front of her. Okay, no, that's fine. And you just sort of you kind of kind of like, she's she's around. had subord yeah she's had subordinates before trying to be all busybody protectory type stuff. She she knows the drill. She's so like she's, my she's, big sister though. <laughs> she's right, way more but, important no. to me than that. <laughs> right. Well, yes, but she's had lots of little sisters before. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. I mean, she's you know big 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 shot. You know, she knows what you're doing, and she's she's letting you do your thing. So you move that way together, Henry. What are you doing there? I just want to ask him if he knows what's going on. Um, and tell him I saw that guy sending an email. We had just come out to discuss it and talk to Vallis right before everything went okay. down. So I want to try to talk to him. Is he coherent S- enough? Sure. Yeah, he, he's conscious, and you're telling him you're he, you're telling him these things, and he just says, "Oh, boy, how long have you been in there?" It was like minutes. We we literally left there, walked out. We're looking for Vallis, and the air raid siren went off. Like, okay, uh, get get. Get me, get me some help. <laughs> and as he's My saying that, is in the some hole. of the soldiers, <laughs> as he's saying that, some of the soldiers that were on the wall are now come are now coming down here. Their weapons are up and they're pointed at you, but they're not pointed at you like convincingly. They're not. They see you treating the colonel, yeah. right? They see you hovering over him, like with a med kit. Yeah, I'm kidding like about that. the so finger stuff. Yeah, I'm helping the guy. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, know, I, know, I know. Yeah, it's but, not his finger in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> it's Winky a medical face. implement. <laughs> so is they 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 see you treating him so they're not like actively hostile but they're you they're they're commanding officers on the ground with a hole in him and you know they 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 need to know what's going on and and so he says get me help and so there's people rushing towards you with guns drawn Henry do you want to stay right there Yeah I'm going to stay there with him until they get there Okay All right so there that so that's the scene that is happening right now Ken Shadow you're going to roll uh or you're going to search the body Search the body what does that roll Uh I'm not going to make you roll for this. He was asking for dog tags. The dog tags are there. Um, you can yank them off if you want to. They're a little moist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yank them off and I'll toss them to a Croce. Okay, yank them off, toss them outside the door. Croce, you can pick yep. them up if you I'm want gonna to. I'm going to pick them up. I'm going to read the name of the person. Uh, so uh, the his his name is John Smith. <laughs> Great. That, that, is, that is literally the name that's on the, t- the dog tags. John Smith. Is there a... And there's the usual... Yeah. There's a, the, the, the 34th equivalent, a century equivalent of, a, of like a barcode or QR sure. code or whatever. Uh, no no other numbers or anything on there. Just John Smith, PFC, Private First Class. Um, yeah. So that's who that's who you guys waxed. Yeah. Anything you want to do with him? Um, my intention was to read off uh, like the name and uh, the, you know, identifying, you know, serial number or or anything like that to the colonel um just be like you know john smith the traitor reading the name i assume that that's (laughs) fake uh he said "Uh, everybody here had been checked out they're all fine i I keep patting down the body while he's doing that gross man uh aside aside from an auto pistol um just a bog standard really basic sidearm uh there's nothing interesting in there he's got a hand calm i want to look up but sorry I was gonna say I want to look up at the the people that are coming over and see if I can identify one of them as the medic, and very assertively point at whoever looks like a medic, and instruct them to help the colonel. None of them look like medics, and they all seem to. There's four of them, mm-hmm. uh, and they were. Uh, it, from what you can tell, those four came down from the wall, and none of them look like 
particularly medic-y, and they're all looking very confused okay. right if they Okay, if none of them look like a medic, then I'll just say, one of you get a medic, Colonel's been shot. Uh, the four of them look at each other like, like, the, these guys, you got the impression from Sergeant Bell that, I mean, this was an okay outpost, but, like, none of these guys are geniuses, and they have not seen any action, like, ever. This is, the like, the worst, this is the most podunk base ever. You're not dealing with with the cream of the my, crop here. My medicine score is not that bad. Are we? Is everyone else bad? Mine's an eleven. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say for God's sakes, and I'm gonna walk out there and <laughs> and, and help out. Okay, okay. You want you want to you want to take over for Henry? Yeah, go, Henry, go roll, you do something with that damn medicine. computer in there. The guy trashed it. Okay, You're better at that. I got a forty for computers. Can I go work on that, Tony? All right. So you're gonna switch spots. Henry's gonna go into the computer. Uh, uh, Brian's gonna go out to the colonel yeah. and uh, go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll medicine for me there. I got a nine. Okay, so with a score of a nine, uh, it wasn't that bad of a wound in the first place, and uh, Henry did get things started for you. So you managed to sort of clean it up a little more. He's not gonna bleed out. Uh, he's weak and he's definitely in no shape to to do any fighting, but he's feeling a little more like himself. Uh, as he, as, as you start working on him and you get some drugs in him and he's starting to, his head's clearing up a little bit. He looks up to his soldiers and goes, what are you standing around for? There's an air raid. Man the walls. Give me, give me a calm. Give me a calm to the, to the sergeant. Give me a calm to the sergeant. Sergeant Bell. Uh, so as he's shouting all that kind of stuff, uh, Henry went inside to the computer. Roll a repair check for me. I am looking for repair. And there it is. Yeah. And it's a 15. That's a 10. That's a natural so 10. So not only did I fix it, it dual boots Linux and Windows now. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, Connect Motion Control. Right? That's right. That's right. You don't even have to use a keyboard, oh, yeah. man. You can just kind of point just it and go, and say, hey. Computer. Hello, computer. <laughs> <laughs> hello, computer. <laughs> Unfortunately, hello, computer does not work on this particular machine because, as was mentioned earlier, it busted. Uh, so, but you can identify this as the sort of command and control unit for the outer defenses, right? It's got like a radar tracking screen and like, you know, inventories of, 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 of what should be weapons, little lights where the weapons, you know, for, for what's been loaded in the magazine and whatnot. It, but it, it ain't working no mo. Uh, uh, so this was where an operator would sit to sort of coordinate the defenses that you saw when you were walking when you were driving in. So having rolled a 10 I'm able to identify it. Am I able to get like a single weapon it and or you can, shield or something online? Uh, no. There, there is no bringing something online. However you are able to determine that uh, this all happened too quickly for him to actually damage any of the links. He's only damaged like the interface uh, and he's damaged like some of the processing abilities. So all the connections to those weapons are still there. Just the computer that was designed to run it is not functional at this Am time. Am I smart enough to wire it through, like, my hand computer and control one of the guns or something? You can certainly try. I, that, you I mean, try. there are other computers in the room. Can we try to replace the main control? These are all fine ideas, and I'll let you think about that for a little minute while I check with Adira and ask her, uh, as she is moseying up with Vallis, uh, to talk to the colonel. She sees uh, Morgan come out, give some better first aid. The colonel seems to be in command of his faculties, and he's shouting orders at people. She's going to uh, ask ask the colonel, uh, "How do we know what's coming in? What, how, what triggered the air raid?" And the colonel's going to go, "I don't know. It's, it's an automatic system. It was. It's connected to the distributed sensors at the 
at the outpost. At the outpost. That's why I need to talk to the commander of the outpost. And where is Sergeant Bell? And at that point, Bell comes running up with two more army guys. And he says, get in there and coordinate the defenses. Shoot down whatever's coming in. So Bell comes in to where Henry is and says, what did you do? I didn't break it. It was smashed when I got here. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if okay. I'm going to be able to put anything together to get the defenses running. Okay, so she's gonna she's gonna look at you, then look down at at, at the body on the floor and go, "Oh, Smith, was a slacker. That guy was a slacker. Not I knew really it. a slacker. He did a hell of a job on the computer." Well, get it fixed. And then she looks at those two guys and said, "You two, get to the wall, and somebody find me a handcom that'll get me to the the outpost." Can I hand her the one with the dead body? Because there's literally one at her feet. Sure. Here you go, lady. Uh, well, uh, I think I think Henry uh, Kinshadow pulled that out. I don't think Kinsh he took the comm. He just handgun. searched the guy and, and now found I, stuff. It, it, it's yeah, probably okay. still on the bottom. Yeah, so I just kind of kicked that at her for fun. I'm gonna get to. Okay, she picks it up. She picks it up and looks at you and tosses it back on the body. Uh, she just not, said that's not what she was looking for. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. It's not the it's it's not the kind she wants, right? You know, she's she's blue one. Okay, lady. She she wants one that probably that's encrypted that'll. Talk to the guys that are out there. You, you can't this tell. Me that only this only talks time. to bad guys. Really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. There's stupid. one program on it, and it's bad guy. This Gmail. was a left-handed walkie-talkie. I can't use that. Like, it doesn't fit. The button's on the wrong side. It's nuts. <laughs> I have to hold it upside down with the antenna pointed down. I look like a fool. <laughs> God, what is this? The 1900s. <laughs> All right, so uh, so she's she's she stomps out after the guys that she has. She takes the other four in tow. She says, "Colonel, I'm going to try to get the coordinated uh, defenses coordinated manually. The computer inside smashed. We're going to have to try to uh, establish contact with each of the defense stations and try to coordinate their sensors uh, by remote." And she says, "He says, fine, fine, just do it, just do it." And so they take off. Rexford, what are you doing? Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendlies! So let's just be friendly! Some say he uses stoneless fruit for woodworking, and then he scrapes and files with a raspberry. But all knows he's called the shiv and he'll put together this week's feedback. I'm not ashamed to admit I have no idea what this is, what this means. Well, I'm afraid uh, to question file, it. A file is also known as a wrath. Okay, I got that, but what's with, what's with the berry? Well, okay, so he's using stoneless, stoneless fruit, fruit for the woodworking? Like raspberry, raspberry is a stoneless, a stoneless fruit? fruit. So he's 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 uh, no he's using a berry for his rat. It's seedless. It's seedless. It's stoneless. It's seedless. Okay. Okay. But I okay. get it. Yeah, okay. he's using a ra- a okay. berry on his rasp. So okay. it's a raspberry. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Now I get. All right. That's better. Now, this stone stoneless threw me, but I get it now. It's wait. Seed hold on, thing. Jack, okay. Did you edit this? Did I? Yeah. I had nothing to do with this. I I I'm hands <laughs> he off. He disclaims I, all involvement. <laughs> I I am hands off on anything that. <laughs> He didn't do it. So, last week's community question. Do you think Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is coming out in July? And are you going to play the original for free? What's your favorite guacamole from the avocados? Sean Newboy writes in, Excellent job, everyone. The colonel may not be dead, but your job was still to get all these people off the planet in one piece. That means no bleeding. On the other hand, his move was a rookie mistake. That was one heck of a blooper bit at the end. Give yourselves twice the kudos for the well-done show. That blooper was almost completely removed because Tony shamed us. <laughs> I did no such thing. I you did said no such that's thing. not even going to make the bloopers. <laughs> that's but, what you said. But it, but it, I th- you know, it, it did, just, yeah. it required some artistic 
license. We're going to call it license. Uh, but Bleeping you know, the word. No, it required some artistic censorship. Well, that's yeah, a strong word. Only the government no, actually censors. And Google, apparently. Oh, Google does too? Yeah, you didn't see that? Google just had a uh, video released where they were caught saying they were going to uh, they filter results um, to m- match their political alignment. Well, again, still that's not, that's not censorship. That's editing, and we all know how people feel about editing. You don't think no, that's no one likes editing? No, I, don't know. I it, think that's it, censoring it, their platform. It's a, it's a private company. A private company can do whatever they want. That's not censoring. Censorship is a government activity. Government uh, censorship is a government thing. That's a distinction that they don't say when they're telling you these things on the news because it doesn't sound the same. Google gets but they should say things plainly like Tony does. Artisanal search results. Yes, they deliver you handcrafted artisanal search results. That's, that's what they do. Handcrafted by a superhuman artificial intelligence. Yes, yes. It, it, they don't tell you whose hands it is, or even if they actually are hands. They're merely, but that is, it is, it is, it is genuine and bespoke, and authentic and original. Ken from Chicago writes it and says, "For community question one, I don't know if Rebel Galaxy Outlaw will come out in July." No, I won't be playing Rebel Galaxy for free. I already bought it last year. One day I'll play it. It's oh. like most of my Steam library. <laughs> yeah. uh, community question two. Last year I tried BLTA Vocado for the first time at my favorite diner. It turned out to be my last time. Thumbs down emoji. Yeah, so you don't like bacon, lettuce, tomato, and avocado. You know, my oh wife, my like, you know, they had this, this. I love that sandwich. Oh, that's so good. My wife has gotten really big in, you know, they had this whole thing with millennials and avocado toast. And yeah. there's a restaurant around here that was serving it. And we're like, well, we'll try that now. And it was delicious. And so she's gotten really into like making like these all in avocado toast meals. So she'll like have a toast and she'll like she'll like have avocado with some spices and stuff and then she'll put like a fried egg and bacon and pico de gallo and it's kind of hard to call it avocado toast after a while but it's delicious yeah yeah it's it's no longer avocado toast it's like an avocado heart attack on a platter i mean that's yeah depending on how much you stack on there good lord man yeah avocados are don't they have like they have a lot of fat for a plant right but it's good fat it's good fat. It is good fat. We used um, like those whole grain bread stuff, so it's relatively low carb, high fiber, and so the whole meal is relatively low carb, which is primarily what we're we're eating. Oh, you're so. going for low carb thing. All right, boy, okay. I, well, I'm I'm coming to dinner for, at your house because I I think that is awesome. <laughs> Come on, uh, over. I love I love avocado toast. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jeff's not even well. He is a millennial, just a different kind. <laughs> like, 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 a, like a, like a, like a duo millennial, like a bi millennial. He's he's a tri millennial, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in general feedback, Ken from Chicago goes on to say, "I must argue with Brian. If I recall, Chris Roberts did not use the word beta during CitizenCon last year about the pillars of Star Citizen. Did he? Question mark." Instead, he said that when the pillars are complete, the game would launch to some confusion. It made it sound like Chris Roberts might mean for Star Citizen to go from alpha to launch, bypassing beta. Hashtag unclear. Also, I agree with Rebel, who wrote, Guard Frequency berated Chris Roberts both for, number one, poor management and told him to let others manage, and number two, but also when he's not manage, not also when he's not managing due to him coding. Hashtag no win. But was that what we were, av- or were we just talking about it? Because I don't think that's what we were advocating, right? Oh no, you were, not the rest of Guard Frequency. 
No, no, I no. did make some remarks about him. He should be co- managing instead of coding. Yeah, like I, I did say that, but I'm, I'm looking at something that's not out. I feel like, if you know, if your game's not out, give somebody that and figure out how to get right. it out. Like, sure, that, that's my sure. position. Right. Um, so. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, that's what he's talking about. I he's think. he's correct on both of these things because I think I I hope I've been fairly consistent when I've been saying he's the creative guy. I don't think he should be coding, and I don't think he should be managing. He should be like the creative director, and he should tell the coding people, "This is what we want to see. Can you make that work?" And the management people should be saying, "Hey, wait a second. Well, Just finish the other things you're doing first, and then maybe if we we can do that in the next release." There are many other companies, Bill Gates included. That have also have that have been coders and run their own companies. Sure, and, and they quit coding to run the company. And he shouldn't have done that. He should have been doing creative stuff. The creative stuff. I think we're dancing around the idea that it's not like he's coding all day. People even pointed no, that out no, to no, us. No, no. no he's you know, not. there were things we were talking about because they they came up and right. You know, right. it's not it's not like anybody thinks he's spending all day writing code he shouldn't. That someone else has got to rewrite anyway or something. I don't think that's really what's happening. He he, he shouldn't be in any of those levels. As what as what my point's been is is he he is the guy with the vision. He's the guy with the with the with the overall arching uh, sort of plan for everything. And then he needs management to say that's not a good business decision right now according to the resources we have. And he needs the coders that he, that work for him to say we you know that's that's a great plan. But it's a, as a practical matter, speaking with management about the resources available, we can't get it done on the timeline. See, yep. here's, I want to argue that with you real quick. The sure. point of him doing this as a Kickstarter and being his own boss answering only to the fans was to avoid the situation you just talked about. You know, if he was yeah, working with except. a regular, right? <laughs> so if you were working with a publisher, he would be restrained by management telling him what to get out and doing everything you just said. Right. And the scope would be much smaller. Ah, so there by, we are. So by not having that, the scope is much bigger than it is. It hasn't come out yet, and that's unfortunate. But I think, to some extent, this unrestrained development is kind of cool because we're getting things that we wouldn't get. So I can see both sides of it. I will play both sides of it because I can sure. see both sides of it. I understand. He is um, so going to prove you both wrong. He is going to he is going to put out an awesome game, and Tony will be eating mud. I, I didn't hey. say he's not going to put out an awesome game. I know I'm you, just saying it's going to be 2026. I didn't say Tony and Henry. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I said Tony. Hey, I, if I'm proven wrong, that's fine with me. Uh, I, I know. Mean, I'm playing you're the odds enjoy, here. You're, I'm playing and, the odds. Yeah. yeah. I'll enjoy it. I'm, pl- I'm playing but I'm playing the odds here. I'm playing the odds here. This is what, this is what I see. I get it. This I, I get it. This is what I see. Druid writes in and says, I'm not really interested in Rebel Galaxy, so no real opinion on that. As for the general feedback... I just wanted to touch base as I haven't done so in a while. I continue to enjoy and look forward to the show each week. Thank you. Well, thank you, thank Drew. You, man. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, uh, uh, and, yeah go ahead. Real quick, because I, I, I didn't speak about uh, Ken's stuff. I, I just looked it up, oh, tried sure. Googling around real quick. And I, uh, you're right. I can't find anything specifically saying beta, though I didn't re-listen to the speech. <clears throat> I did notice that the 4.0 stuff, you know, was 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 quite promising <laughs> but i'm pretty sure that roadmap is all, all gone at this point <laughs> yeah, um, it's all but but anyway yeah he i think the whole the whole title of the the presentation that was from was called road to release and the general idea was at a certain point they stopped resetting the the implication was that it was beta but you're right i don't know if he actually said the word beta yeah. and, and and this may be a good time to refresh everybody's memory about what we here at the show define as alpha and beta which might differ from what 
anybody else does, but I feel like we have a good handle on it. Alpha, of course, being feature complete, but not content complete, and beta being feature complete and content complete, but needing polishing. So, I mean, if, if, we're, if we're going to apply that to the ongoing evolution of Star Citizen, feature complete and content complete might not be a concept that applies. Because, you know, we've been promised 100 star systems at release, and now it's going to be 50, and now I don't know what the roadmap says, but looking like we might get most of one by the time 4.0 rolls around. Um, Well, 4.0 is jump points, at least according to the the CitizenCon presentation from back in October. So, yeah, so we might have most of one by the time 4.0 rolls around. So, but then, and I don't think anybody would call that content complete, but like the, we might have persistence, we might have server meshing, and that's when he said that, well, that's minimum viable product or, you know, time when we think about releasing or when we stop doing server resets or whatever. So we may not ever have what we here at the show have defined as a beta for Star Citizen because at that it, it doesn't it doesn't work with what Chris Roberts announced at CitizenCon as being what release looks like or what, you know, the beginning of Star Citizen looks like. So... Uh, you know, but again, it's the everlasting debate, and we'll probably still be debating it in a couple of years when Star Citizen gets to release point. And quick announcement, uh, 4th of July, we are taking the week off, so there won't be a show next week, uh, Friday night. But uh, instead of recording on July 5th, we're going to play on July 4th during the day. So watch our Twitter account, and if you want to jump in to Elite Dangerous with your favorite guard frequency peoples, uh, hit us up on discord.guardfrequency.com. Join our server uh, and uh, watch our Twitter feed for when we're going to start to start to play. We'll probably Twitch stream it too. Uh, so if anybody's interested in uh, coming to blow some things up and make Anne Seath great again, uh, well, you know, this is your chance. And this week's community question: What story should we insert into Frontier's timeline in Elite Dangerous? Are you now or have you ever played video games on a Mac? What are you doing on July 4th? Want to come play Elite with us? And otherwise, how was the show? Should we finish clear-cutting all the Thargoid fruit trees? Or are they going to drag us to a local Rule 16-15 settlement conference? Drop us a tweet, an email, or comment on our show posts, which you can find on our website, and look us up on Discord. And that brings us to the end of episode 266 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 267 on July 16th. 2019. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We want to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to Community Manager Justin. I'm just thankful they got the some say right this week, Lowmaster. Our paint-by-numbers artist Ben is 42 today and therefore the answer to life, the universe, and everything, Sanders. And of course, our audibly audacious and accurate audio architects, Mikey Lennon and Bill Hardy. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Reach out to us at squawk.guardfrequency.com.org.net. Best show ever.
you said Discord at cardfrequency.com, but that's okay. Did I say did I say at or at a dog? You said at. Right well, after then damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Contact damn it. Contact us at we don't give a damn ampersand uh, uh, let, me, let, me, dick. let me give it a let me give it a try. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Go, you go you go ahead and give it a try, Jeff, because clearly right. I'm sucking at this. You go ahead. At, at discord.cardfrequency.com. <laughs> See, I saw you staring you at me. You were so close. <laughs> I know. You were so close. You almost had it. You almost had it right there. And you messed up the same place I messed up. That was, you're so good. <laughs> Head over to Heroes Oh, my God. I can't read words. Hashtag podcast.joke. <laughs> Mm. I was worried that the intro would be sort of quick and bare this week and like we wouldn't have enough bloopers out of it, but I'm I'm good now. Mm. I'm good. Some say he uses stoneless fruit for woodworking. Woodworking? Woodworking. Woodworking. Woodworking? Woodwiki. Woodwiki. It's an online computer program about mm. wood. Okay. Some say he uses stoneless fruit for wood. wood for, 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 I can't even say these words. <clears throat> And Google Docs just signed me out, stupid Google Docs. I'm telling you, you got to get off this freaking platform. Well, what platform do you want us to use? We tried Microsoft, and we didn't like that either. No, we did, except I ran out. I didn't have my um, – I couldn't license it anymore. It was too expensive. Well, that's why we didn't like it, because we couldn't use it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. That's I a can't... pretty good reason. That this is just, terrible. This is useless. I can't log on. This hey, sucks. you know what? We can't use Hangouts anymore either. Yeah, we, won't we be shouldn't able to use, use that. A little bit. Yeah, we shouldn't use that either. <laughs>